CrossPolitik begins in three, two, one. Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> Is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is king of kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to his lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. Oh, that's, I didn't start uh, it. But sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right, when the spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. Hello, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic. It is uh, Friday for us. Oh man, it's been a long week for me. That's for sure. <laughs> it's also June it's already. It's June. <laughs> you almost kids, lost where we were. I almost did. I'm like, oh, well, what am I doing? I hear the um, intro music. Like, check out our blog, buy our merch, <laughs> follow us on Twitter, <laughs> go to Facebook, contact us. <laughs> Hey, let's let's just slow down with some of those. Like, oh, just follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Side, side effects may like include like us on Facebook. Yeah. Heart palpitations, <laughs> drooling, right. a twitchy eye. I, I do have salt what's, in my the, Corona. What's in this Corona outside? Of, oh, you know what? It's the lime. You're missing the lime. That's hey, why you're off. Hey, you know what's going on? Juan is killing my internet right now. So who is Juan? Juan is our Korean buddy, our Korean Presbyterian buddy. Did I just, just, just name it and claim it? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> From Atlanta. From Atlanta, Georgia. It's yeah. Good to have him here in the studio with us. Yeah. Since but nobody it, can hear him. Right, right. Yeah. We we didn't give him a mic. We don't, no, we don't want him talking. <laughs> we don't want him talking. We just, we just want him working. Get to work, Juan. Do stuff. Hurry. <laughs> so there's a, there's kind of a lot that's been going on in the uh, the news this last week. No. In, in the world? Yeah, in the whole wide world. Well, I went camping, for example. Ooh. Oh, hey, how was that? I did. I went camping. Did you have a mattress? Came back alive. That's when I go camping. <laughs> when I got good. a mattress. Yeah. Well, that's what you guys told me to do that. You said to come back and make sure that I was alive. Yes. That's right. right? And, and you and came not, back on time. I came so back, and here I am. Good. I was even here a couple minutes early. You were. That's yeah, right. we, we, went to, we went to Farragut State Park. Um, it's the very southern temp tip of Lake um, uh, Ponderay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's one of the, I think it's the deepest lake in Idaho. Okay. Mm. And so deep that they actually used to test submarines during World War II in the lake. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you guys go camping by yourself? They just, just the Sumters? Just... No, no. We went with the Apples, actually. We oh, went, okay. We went with the other pastor at, at Oh, Trinity. this is a, and, this is a pastor. This is an elders camping meeting. Well, meeting. pastor's retreat. You know? <laughs> right. Oh, it was awesome. We, you know, marshmallows, you know, swimming, sunburn. Oh. Sunburn. Yeah. I don't, know, know, I don't know anything about that. Uh, squirrels eating our food. While we were away for God's a while. provision, brother. Right, God's yeah, provision. Right. God, they were they were pretty it was fun. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, yeah, I'm, so, not, I'm not going camping. You're not No. No. Mm-mm. No. They don't camp in, in uh in Too Minnesota. Too many trees. Minnesota? No, no. Too many trees. No, there's no mattress. No, no, it's that's not my, that. That's I, my problem. I don't trust. The problem for me is there's no mattress. No, no, no. You don't see brothers out there camping in Idaho. <laughs> or snowboarding. All these trees around. And, or snowboarding, for that matter. No, we're good. We're past it as we go to a city. I think it would be so city. fun to take you camping. Yeah. I don't know how you mean that. You know, well, uh, so, so the last day, I'm going to get back to that in a second, but the last day, uh, the, well, one of the days, actually, uh, the Apples, Mr. and Mrs. needed to go run into town for something, and so we took the kids, with, uh, most of them, and they, so they've got six, and we got four, and they took the little one. So we had uh, nine kids 
nine kids that were riding in the back. We took them down to the, the lake. They went swimming. They're right in the back of the truck. And we had this, this car, this SUV is coming up behind us. And he honks and like kind of waves. And I'm like, so I slow down. And he gets out of the car and says, can I take a picture? What? <laughs> what? Of all the kids of in the all, back of the car? Uh, nine little kids in the back of his truck. <laughs> there you go. They were like, sure, you know. But I was thinking maybe, you know, if we took you camping. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe. Uh, he'll be taking pictures. I, I can't believe it. There's a black guy there's in northern a, Idaho. There's a black dude in the camping. Camping. Baby, come look at this. <laughs> Certified. You know, no. Can I take a picture? No, no, you can't. I don't want anybody to know that I did That's this. Awesome. No, that's great. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't go down well with no the, evidence with, with, whatsoever with, with other folks. No. no. Your family would well, never. I might want to take a picture. And let them know I was here. Right. You know, somebody tell the story. <laughs> Great grandpappy. <laughs> Whatever happened to the Shannons? Well, they went camping. You would believe this. It's this big lake where submarines used to be at, and I, I think they're there now. <laughs> yeah, we don't do camping. <laughs> there's no submarines and no black people. <laughs> well, there's probably black people, but there ain't no submarines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's great! That's great. Well, let's let's hop over to some some cross politic news. Uh, I think kind of the one of the big things that's gone on at least this last two days is the the Paris uh, tr- uh, agreement, <laughs> the Paris Treaty, the Paris not treaty. I know Paris agreement. Some of the people were calling it the Paris Treaty. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I have seen because a Paris Treaty requires two thirds of Congress to ratify the, the right. uh, president's signature. Well, right. uh, well, there was some like you know tenured professor at some university that was tweeting about it, and and they referenced the Paris Treaty of whatever seventeen eighty nine. Oh right, right, right. At the end, and they were really bummed that we had pulled out of that. Oh well. <laughs> If that's what he thinks it is, and, and he was he was a university instructor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, and it was from Ted Cruz's alma mater. <laughs> oh, Ted was like, uh, actually, um, <laughs> this is an agreement, hey, he, not he, a treaty. He 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 had a bluff. He made wow. a foo foo. That was a bad yeah. move. Okay, he made a confesse. We, we, <laughs> confesse. <laughs> Oh man, uh-uh. what's what is that? By the way, so so Trump tweeted out, um, was it like late this week, one night, probably be- right before he went to bed. He, he tweeted out something, and then the last word was confefe, c o n f e f e c o v f e f e c o v c o v covefe covefe, and and like he either just wrote something, misspelled it, or fell asleep in the middle of his tweet, tweet, and then hit tweet, tweet, and and then it went out on the internet, and then he Y'all deleted he deleted it when he woke up the next morning. Why are everybody acting like they don't know how spelled he, he deleted it? And then and then oh, he and then he follows late. up with a tweet and says, "I can't. I, I bet the internet wants to know what the word confefe means." Or something like that. Yes, y- yes, we do. <laughs> and that's all he said. That's all he said. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, oh, that's hilarious. So the Paris Agreement. So uh, let me start here with this clip here, if it if it works smoothly. Citizens, and we want fair treatment for our taxpayers. Oh, I'm glad we you don't said want that. other leaders and other countries laughing at us anymore, and they won't be. They won't be. <laughs> well. I was elected to represent the citizens of Pittsburgh, not Paris. Even though I said this to Chalk earlier, even though Pittsburgh voted 80% for Hillary Clinton. Hey, federal headship, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, that doesn't matter. This is who you get, Pittsburgh. Right. You know. So, so you got to remember. So, this is a uh, it's a Paris Agreement. It's not a treaty. So, what is the agreement? The agreement is that um, we would pay in, I think, three billion dollars, and then we would 
we would commit ourselves, I think over, you know, I forget how many years, over like five years, something like that. And then we'd commit ourselves to certain carbon emission standards. We'll, we'll reduce our carbon emission standards by X amount. And Obama signed this? Obama signed this. Great. But, but it's an agreement, which means that it's not particularly binding. It's not a binding to anybody. So it's, it's like, hey, we'll, we'll all do but, this. But Obama signed it on and, behalf of America. And we're going to give money. As sort of. And we and we for sure will give money. We three we will give money three billion, right? We're, at least at uh, least three billion. At least three billion, and a whole bunch of standards and regulations. Right. Yeah, uh, that that we've just of our own accord agreed to do with no binding. So that means if America follows through, right, and then another country doesn't, there's just no reason for another country to actually stay committed to this. But the money goes towards other countries to help them reduce their carbon emissions. India, um. Uh, there's one other country. There's three countries where the money was going to go towards. What are you going to kill all their cows or something? How are you going to help <laughs> yeah. them reduce their carbon emissions? <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'm not done yet. And then, and then Russia and China, um, they didn't agree to reduce any emissions. Well, that's because so there's a their bosses. That, that's right. <laughs> well, it's hilarious. Is they signed the they signed they're on the Paris Agreement, and, and they, they signed just said, up to get American money. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like, yeah. yes, you can write Ooh, us checks. Free we, American money. We I'm agree. In. We agree to this. Yeah. But but here's the play: is like all these other countries want Russia and China onto this because it gives weight to the agreement, um, even though Russia and China don't commit to any reducing any emission standards. But so, but this is like a big like show. Yeah, it's right? a, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, but it's I mean, I, it's it's committing America to certain things. Again, in a sort of weird, non-binding way, in an unfair but, agreement, also yeah, like, sure. like, but, but, uh, <laughs> your president signed it. He signed I the mean, agreement. Yeah, right. I mean, Obama signed it. Yep, I a non, he said, he said a non-democratic do it. agreement to pay us three billion dollars. <laughs> well, yeah, right, yeah, I'm in. Can presidents just do that? I don't know. I mean, I mean, he can do it with foreign countries, right? Like, I'm I just going to give you. Three billion. So everybody, dollars. everybody's upset because Trump is saying, "I'm we're not, we're not gonna do it. We're not, we're not yeah. doing it." Yeah, so we're, we're so, out. So Paul, so Trump pulls out of the agreement, and you got to remember, um, if we're gonna agree to certain carbon standards, reducing whatever CO two, however they, however they measure that in the first place, anyways. Like, yeah, yeah. Your country is producing X amount of carbon emissions, and we want you guys to reduce it by this. Yeah. How do they measure that? Yeah, the ass Al Gore. Uh, yeah, but that's that's he, he, he invented the internet the God. and carbon yes, emissions. That's right. He's he's the guy that gets to lay down his ten commandments on emissions, yeah. right? So, right. yeah, I don't know. Right, um, and and so, but we we're going to commit to reduce to certain x amount of carbon emissions, which actually would directly directly affect our our jobs and our economy. So the there, S- there's, th- there's certain kinds of um, uh, businesses that recreate more. Carbon well, so you reduce oil output and maybe increase um, wind energy. Oh man! Um, oh, you, you know what I hate? Yeah, w- windmills. I know. I'm oh. gonna start. A, no, I'm gonna start a company in 20 years and make money going around and taking them, taking down. them down, taking them down for yeah. people. Yeah, Every because time, they're gonna want to get rid of them. See, that's post mill because you're assuming automatically we're gonna be done with them. You're gonna yep. be done with them. Well, look, just go to California. Yeah. Go to California. My wife calls them the aliens. Seriously, <laughs> two, last two years we've gone down to California. And we're doing the drive over from Modesto to the Bay Area to yep. San Francisco. Yep. And yep. you go over that little highway, and there's just like, it's just like, it's disgusting. A windmill farm. Like, as I'm A driving, and they're like rusting, like they're look, they look gross. <laughs> but it feels to me like a really bad rash. Like, I, yeah. have, I have that kind of, like, visceral reaction to seeing all of them. It's like crawling all over the hills. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just, just, and it's yeah. been proven that they, they basically Gross. the energy that they uh, accumulate is what it takes to run them. They, right. they hardly give you any right. value whatsoever. Right. So, so something to that. So basically, a wind turbine costs about fourteen cents, fifteen cents, seventeen cents per kilowatt to produce electricity. Our, our, we live in the Northwest. We got dams around us, so we got some some hydro electricity, and it's about three cents a kilowatt to produce um, electricity from a dam. So we're five times, six times. Uh, a per kilowatt to install wow. wind turbines in our area. So it's right. hugely inefficient, at least for us in the Northwest. Right. And then on top of that in California, what's funny about California is they put a bunch of wind turbines around the outside the Bay area up on the Hills. Right. Well, they, it's, they, they're, they've been killing a lot of their, what they'd probably call precious birds, you know, a lot of their, um, <laughs> and, and so it has a, a environmental impact. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine on, that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, but this is all, guys, this is a religion. That, that's, and yeah. So the problem is, is that we don't believe. That's right. Right? If you believe, then, then oh, you will be blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that's what's going on here. Blessings so, and cursings. So, Come on, so, preach, so, preach. So you got you to gotta believe in it, and once you believe in it, then you'll get blessed. But you have to believe in it for a long time, and you have to you know, be willing to sacrifice you know, your, your convenience. You got yeah. to be willing to, because it's going to take a while for us to figure out how to do it well and this right. kind of thing, but we, we got to believe. Right, right. right? Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a faith thing. Yeah. And that's the same thing with the CO2 emissions thing, right? It's just well, the CO2 thing cracks me up because uh, our Pastor Wilson pointed this out earlier today where um, uh, we we all produce CO2. We all breathe out CO2, and yes. the plants and the trees need CO2 to be green. Right. So how did we get to this point where we think CO2 is bad for the environment right. when they actually – need co2 when our plants our trees our grass you know all our environment around us it's too much Jesus. of a game right it's too much Can of you it. hold your breath too much too stop much. it you know just stop, stop it. breathing hold, stop please which is yeah. probably what they're really after like everything all this this religion is right. about death right. when you hate god right. it produces you, death you love death you love death so no matter no wonder why their birds are dying our, now, our birds are dying now the right. actual the actual whatever uh hypothesis of course is that there's it's doing something to the ozone Right, that there's like CO two in in the O two, right, 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 in the ozone. I don't, I don't know my 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 chemical reactions. Gabe does. He talked about that in jun- I, junior high. Did he? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but isn't it? But don't isn't there a hypothesis that that a certain amount of CO two in the atmosphere is breaking down the ozone layer, and that it's that is creating. Uh, that was also the same hypothesis under global cooling. Right. You remember that? Right. Yep. The whole yep. no zone. Right. Let me let me add this. Uh, let me play some uh, another little interview here. We'll, we're going to skip around for a second. This climate deal. Uh, Senator, thanks so much uh, for joining us. Uh, we anticipate that President Trump is going to announce uh, not only uh, that he's withdrawing, but that he does want to uh, have a better climate deal. What might a better climate deal look like? Well, first, you wouldn't lose six million American jobs. You know, I think one of the reasons President Trump was elected is that he promised that he would defend the American worker and defend American jobs. There are estimates that this agreement, which is unfair and punishes America in a much greater fashion than other countries, that we would lose six and a half million jobs. Meanwhile, countries like India and countries like Iran, we would have to pay them to reduce their carbon emissions. I can't imagine a worse agreement than this thing for the American (laughs) worker. You know how they budget money. Yeah, yeah, they they love using the money. Hey, guess what? I got a good idea to give Iran more money. Yeah, I, I, that's what they need. Right, the Paris Agreement. <laughs> that's actually, you know, there's all reduce mm. it at all. I, the Senator Rand yeah. Paul, right? Yeah, that's Senator Rand Paul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's pick this up. I think we should. Well, I don't know if anybody can tell you right offhand the number. I can say we should try to constrain pollution. 
We should try to control pollution. And I think we have been doing that for 50 or 60 years or longer. So I think that's a good point that he brings up. Um, in, industry um, it does get more efficient over time. Um, it does start off in a certain place and gets more efficient over time. I mean, you think of, you know, the Ford car, the Ford, you know, Model Model A, Model T. Um, those cars, the the manufacturing lines were super inefficient. Right. Um, the the production was super inefficient. Right. How many miles per gallon? How many miles per gallon? The ride was uncomfortable. I mean, they can still do it. a better job on the miles per gallon if you're asking me. Right. You know, I want 120 <laughs> miles per gallon. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> more batteries. More, <laughs> uh, <laughs> still with the power, you know. But so, um, uh, uh, oh, I forgot where I was going with all that because you. You. Oh, I'm sorry. You, I'm, you, I'm just saying. I'm agreeing with you. No, no, yeah, no I'm yeah. agreeing with you. I'm saying they, <laughs> no, they, they, right. they, production and everything has gotten better as, as time has gone on. You know, I, I think well, and, and the way in industry actually produces and, and how they let pollution out into the environment, they get more efficient yeah. over time. And ultimately. people who care about what they're making and doing actually care about um, whether they can get better at it. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, right. like the 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 poster child for the greedy capitalist. Yep. Who's just you know dumping waste into streams and killing fish and doesn't care about anything you know any of the ramifications? Which is what the EPA did two years ago in Colorado. You remember okay. that the EPA I'm, I'm dumped just, massive right. sewage into the Colorado rivers. Right. Um, I'm just saying those people though don't actually. So EPA is EPA and yeah, yeah. but but like those those caricatures of oh, the big oh, yeah. bad right. businessman you know business boogeyman. Yeah. Yep. Um, they don't make it. That's right. That, that, no. It's not sustainable. It's right. I'll, I'll use a I'll use a word, a loaded word. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Um. But actually, good business practices are the only thing that are sustainable. And in fact, it becomes more sustainable because the more efficient you are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and who's whose standard? Whose standard is this? Like, who said so? Who said we should be taking care of the planet? Uh, it's not arbitrary. You know, God. You know, this is God's standard. He told yeah. us to be good stewards, yeah, amen. right? Amen. So. More cross politics when we come back. Little Kathy Griffin? Seems she's funny. I doubt it. (laughs) More cross politics. Next. For 21 years and counting, New St. Andrews College has sought to obey Christ's great commission to disciple nations and build him a house. Not just in Jerusalem, but throughout the world. Not with stones and mortar, but with living stones. We build and fight. This is the task of a Christian liberal arts college, to equip students with the tools to build and fight. And this is our joyful task as we seek to graduate leaders who shape culture through wise and victorious living. To learn more, check us out online at nsa.edu. This September, you are invited to New St. Andrews College Wordsmithy 2017 Workshop for Writers, where good writers go to get better. This year's lineup includes Douglas Wilson, Indy Wilson, and Aaron Wrench, along with special guest Doug Tenaple. Doug Tenaple is the author and illustrator of such acclaimed graphic novels as Newt's, Tommysaurus Rex, Ghostopolis, and Cardboard, as well as the creator of the popular character Earthworm Jim. You're going to want to register right away, September 20th and 21st and 22nd. This includes evening sessions with these writers, shared meals, as well as multiple workshops on learning to write well. This is in Moscow, Idaho at New St. Andrews College. Register at nsa.edu.
Do it with me, Gabe. Do it with me. Hey! There we go. <laughs> A boom, 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 boom. Welcome back to Cross Politic. If you're out there listening, help! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this segment is brought to you by uh, our Korean friend named Juan. <laughs> Hey, Juan. Hey, Mon. Well, no, God, not, not in front of a guest, Gabe. And Corona Extra. Is that your oh, Korean man. accent? That was, that's, that, uh, that's how it came that's out. That's the only accent that's he has, how it came Gabe. out. You know that. That's the only accent he has. Bad Gabe. It, oh, man. Yeah. I, I, was, I was told, you know, that, you guys, that he even used that accent to impersonate me when, <laughs> when, when I was gone. He, didn't you say that he was trying to impersonate me? And he, he, said, he did try to impersonate you, but I don't think he used. But it wasn't. Yaman. It wasn't the. No, it wasn't the Yaman. It wasn't like, the Jamaican. Oh, I was actually politic. Politic. <laughs> he was hitting all yeah. your consonants that you like to hit. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, those are some good consonants. <laughs> if, I, if I if I do say so myself, you know, it's it's you, it's you. You're being you. Hey. Um. So uh, nothing else happened this week, right? I mean, that well, was that was it. Yeah. I mean, can but, we, we can just do something, you know, happy and fun. We have the Paris Agreement and the Kathy Agreement. <laughs> oh, no. if, if the Kathy Agreement is she doesn't get to try and make jokes anymore, then I'm with that. Oh, man. Who's Kathy? So, Kathy Griffin is a comedian. She's got popular from, uh, I think the C-List is really like the big show she did where- Is it okay if I've never heard of her? Uh, you know what? You're probably a blessed man having not ever heard of her. The problem is, this uh, past week was it, she came out and she took a picture- with a photographer uh, of the head of Trump with Uh-oh. blood coming out of his eyes. And this is like um, a very intentional shooting. Yeah, it's, it's very intentional. You've like probably they seen thought it. about it. Yeah. They talked about they, it. They went to his studio, but, and, set the lights up, cut, had, a, had a head cut off of that looked like Trump, put blood all over it. I mean, it was very intentional. Yeah, this it, wasn't, it looked like this a, wasn't some uh-oh. random act that just happened. Yeah, Honestly, right. you could have replaced Kathy with a a Muslim zealot. I was going to say, that sounds like something from ISIS. It, it would have completely been like, oh yeah, I can totally see why they did that. But then when you put Kathy Griffin there, it's like, whoa, what is, you, you know, and, and so it, she's got a lot of flack from it. And yeah. right away, well, not, I don't know if it's right away. I guess it's within the, everybody hit back so hard that she is, she took it down the image and yeah. she issued an apology, and she it was very straightforward. It was, it was a video video apology, wasn't it? Video, wasn't it? video yeah, apology, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very yeah. straightforward. Said, "Hey, yeah. I, I messed up. I did. I shouldn't have done that. It was wrong. I I asked you to please, please, please forgive me. Um, it was the wrong thing to do. I did not expect it to do what it did, and I'm sorry." Yeah. And uh, she issued apology, and and so it hasn't ended though. Mm. It continues to go, and she's uh, she's lost some some gigs. Yeah, she lost the New Year's gig, yep. so she's not doing the New Year's gig anymore. I think that there's with some Anderson Cooper. Yeah, which oh, poor Anderson. Uh, he shouldn't have that gig either. A- Anderson is probably rejoicing. He's like, oh yeah, yes. thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that redhead was crazy. No more nudity during New Year's. Um, uh, so she's lost pretty. She's losing, and she's still losing. And so right now she's in the middle of a campaign to try and stop. Uh, according to her, the White House family from attacking her. And so her lawyer, Lisa Bloom, came out. Not just attacking, but destroying uh, destro- her. Destroying her whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Destroying her whole life. So her lawyer, Lisa Bloom, her, she had she got a civil rights attorney. Oh, wow. And they held a press conference. And this ACLU's is her, backing her and everything. Uh, are they? Just, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, guys, don't take that one seriously. That was, that was an onion move for <laughs> Gabe. This is her attorney, Lisa Bloom, at the press conference. Kathy is not only one of the funniest humans alive. She is not that funny. 
I'm sorry. She's not funny at all. I didn't know. I'm sorry. What did you say? Kathy is not only one of the funniest humans alive. I thought she said that. That's, that's <laughs> no, honey. You you guys need to issue another apology. That that one that you have now <laughs> for the head is one, but this one right here for lying for lying. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. She has been a bold advocate for women, the LGBT community. Wait, women's rights as in the ability to be able to kill the little abortion. woman in the womb. Yeah, that that right. that it's that code right? for yeah abortion. Oh, okay. Yeah. People of color and that. Yeah, she, she, she represent you, she David. Represent, not, not that I know. Of course, though, I stopped getting the black memos a long time ago. Yeah, so right. it's possible they sent one out saying Kathy Griffin is our new Martin Luther yep. King. But, and, but, but I, yeah. I, 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 didn't, am, I didn't get am that. Am I one. included in that? No, if you, you identify as a well, black, if yeah, do you Rachel self identify? Sunburn count as being. <laughs> During the campaign, Donald Trump said of a female reporter who had called him out on misogyny. Quote, she had blood coming out of her eyes. She had blood coming out of her wherever. Kathy did not forget that disgusting remark for which Trump has never apologized. Uh, So just want to bring this up to you. (laughs) Kathy has already apologized. Right. Right. So the whole ordeal happened within the same day, I believe. She apologized. Right. And now at a press conference. Within the a week later, within the week, within the week, yeah. Uh, this is what's coming out now. If you apologize, like it's done, right? You're done. It should You're be done. Should but be. Now they're she, throwing, she's going on the offensive now. Yeah. Right. Now they're yeah exactly. Now they're going to the offensive. Yeah. What would it look like if his own insults were turned on him, wearing a pussy bow blouse in a nod to his caught on tape bragging about grabbing women's genitals? She held up a Trump mask with fake blood coming out of the eyes and coming out of the wherever in full hyperbole with a stern look on her face. As she said in her social media posts accompanying the photo, quote, I captioned this, there was blood coming out of his eyes, blood coming out of his wherever. So. Let's just stop for a second. I like her animation. Let's, 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 I want to put this up. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's say this. So you got. So she did the thing, and she apologized. Now she's coming back to reestablish why she did the thing. Yep, right. Right. And she's explaining. She's herself. doing it. This is amazing to me. She's doing it because she thought Trump did something outrageous in his comment. Yeah. An outrageous comment from Trump, and she's like, you know what I should do. I should do that outrageous thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like the thing that you don't like. Yeah. Right. The thing that you said you shouldn't well, and, do. That. And, and she's trying to make a point. She's yeah. She's trying to make a point out of something that she hates. Yeah. That's right. right? Yeah. And so and she's coming back saying this is I've apologized already, but let me let me go back and try and justify myself just a little bit, right? Like many edgy works of artistic expression, the photo could be interpreted different ways, and Kathy was fine with that. But Kathy never imagined that it could be misinterpreted as a threat of violence. Wait, wait, wait. You, you, misinterpreted by who? What standard? You're holding a head <laughs> with blood coming out. How else do you expect me to, how else do you expect me to all, interpret this? All she had this? to do is put a turban around, around her head. <laughs> That's the only thing she needed to do. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So what else? I mean, so if anybody else saw this image and she did, and you don't have, um, 
oh, come on, this is the internet. People don't have text to go with everything. If she put the text on the image, maybe, okay? Yeah. But even so, you know that image is going to spread like wildfire. And she even says, I was happy with people interpreting however they want to. But whenever the interpretation starts affecting my lifestyle, yeah. I don't like how you interpret it now. Yeah. Right? right. Like, She apologized. She apologized already. Against Trump. That was never what she intended. She has never threatened or committed an act of violence against anyone. Her life's work is to make people laugh. She needs to retire. Yep, again. <laughs> and as soon as she learned that this is how it was being received, she was horrified. And she. So you guys remember back in the day when um, Sarah Palin, remember Sarah Palin? Yep. 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 Remember what she did? She decided to do a campaign and put, uh, I can't remember who it was, she put a, oh, I can't remember who it was, but she put a, the, the person who she wanted to target, she put them in the crosshairs. Of a gun. Of a, yep. uh, yeah, 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 just yeah. the crosshairs. It wasn't yeah, even yeah. a gun. It was just the crosshairs, yep. that person's name, and basically said, I can't remember her title. Take, again, take him down. Take him down. We're like, coming after you. Yeah. The outcry right. that people had about that because they said you are inciting and encouraging people. Violence. who wanted to, Yeah, inciting yeah. violence and encouraging people to take yeah. out governors or senators or encouraging conservatives to come against people who they disagree with and liberals. Yeah. Uh, disagree with liberals on. You know, that, 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 so how dare you? How dare well, you do that? I th- and so, I, yeah. go ahead. I think there's, um, I mean, there's someone needs to write a book on the politics of an apology. That's and that's right. see. Well, see, we're right. getting there. I, when you apologized already, you take your spanking. Yeah, right? but there's, but there's, there's a time actually when you should apologize like a good Christian, and there's a time where you should refuse to apologize. Right. Yeah, but but in, in a world where we've we've left Christ behind, yeah, apologies don't mean anything. Yeah. What is she? What is she sorry for? Yeah. Well, you know? she's she's sorry that people took the vi- right. image and was so she, she's not offended sorry, by it. She's not sorry that it was wrong. Yeah. Had it gone the other way, where people was like, "Oh, she's so bold to do this." Right. You well, know. Well, you remember? You remember? Um, and I think it was uh, man, this must have been two years ago, maybe three. The Univision comedian, um, basically said Michelle Obama looked like a Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he got fired. Yeah. Rightly like so. He, he lost his job. Rightly, rightly so. so. Yeah. And and basically this is this is you know uh, what Kathy did is like that on steroids. Oh yeah, this is like this is visual. This is premeditated. I mean, he his might have been premeditated too, but like this is going through and acting it out and going through all the motions and then talking about death. Yeah, and talking about you know nooses and talking about you know cutting people's heads off. Yeah, she, she our our president's heads off. Yeah, know? I mean, there's there's just yeah there's so you would say what she did was we would say that was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean. Michelle and and she doesn't look like Planet of the Apes either. Well, not yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> not only, not only was it wrong, but, but it wasn't true. I'm talking about Kathy. Do you think what Kathy did was wrong? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cutting his head yeah, off and yeah. putting the blood everywhere. Right. Even though she's trying to say, but what he's doing, you know, what he's his comment was horrible. Right. And so let's take his comment and show just how bad it was. So yeah. So the problem in all of this is there's no standard. You said this somewhere in there, Gabe. It's like, so what's the standard, guys? Yep. Yeah. And that's and it's getting more and more clownish and insane. Because there's yeah. no standard. That's right. Right, and the, and so you know, the apology again is based on what? It's based on the outcry. Yeah, the it's, punishment. It, the punishment, right? Yeah. It's not yeah. based on justice and truth and so on. Yeah, right. Um. So yeah, is there? I mean, you're asking the question: Is it wrong? I like, I don't I don't know. I mean, like I I look at this. I'm like, yeah. On the one hand, I think we're supposed to honor a president. Yep. Uh, you know, Christian. I mean, I think we should have that. But we've lost, um, such 
we've lost a standard, we've lost civility. And then when you have a president who actually does say and brag about things that are horrific, yeah. Um, you know, there's now in this in his case, actually, I think he actually apologized. I think he actually apologized for those comments. Who Trump? Yeah. His po- well, uh, I don't remember. Wait, according don't remember. to Lisa Bloom, the she, civil she rights did. attorney, yeah, she did. Not, she says, not, the, not the blood comments, right? Right. But he did, I think, apologize for the thing that got caught on tape. Yes, where that talking one about, he did apologize yeah, for. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, inappropriately grabbing people. Right, right. So, so you know, again, you got this back and forth. Like he apologized for that. Why don't you let it go? Yeah, exactly. So, right? so, yeah. But, so what but if? She, let me let me ask this question. Sorry to interrupt you on this, but um, uh, if Obama's president and then we go take pictures of a bunch of stuffed animal or stuffed babies with blood all sprinkled around and and we're holding their heads up, their shattered and crushed heads up, would would we you know would we have a problem with that imagery? The imagery of what? Say that again. So you, you oh, said let's stuffed because I don't think we have to do stuffed animals. No, like, no, I we don't. We can we, show the blood, but but, but this is something. This, well, I'm just trying to make it as a, a, equal as possible because that was just a a, a stuffed head. There is of a Trump. place in like in scripture and prophetic, uh, in the prophets in particular, where God has them for acting these things out. Yeah, enact and act out yep. his judgments that are coming. Right. And you know, I mean, he's go he, he's required to go around naked for a while. Yeah. Right. He, Elijah. Uh, no, no. Um, Isaiah. Try again. Ezekiel. <laughs> yes. Ezekiel. Uh, My fault. Uh, the, uh, uh, All the above. Uh, uh, he's got to cook his food over human feces. Right. Yeah. And then begs, please, not human feces. Fine, animal feces will do. And he still, and God made him eat, eat, eat so his he's food. he eat the bread that he yeah. cooks over these coals. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, kind of, it's grotesque. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, and then, you know, what they actually describe. I mean, you know, he, he's going to describe, uh, I think, is it, is it Jeremiah? I think it might be Jeremiah. In particular, who describes the whoring of Israel and and Judah? Oh, no, that's Ezekiel. Um, are you sure about that? <laughs> yes, Ezekiel. Uh, who wants a free T-shirt? Uh, wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. Stop no giving away okay, T-shirts, okay. David. All right. All right. <laughs> that's. I, I think that's Ezekiel twenty-three. But, if I know where you're getting uh, at, but, uh, where where the women are whoring, where Israelite women are whoring around, and um, and they're whoring around the um, uh, uh, the Chal- I believe it's the Chaldeans. Uh, who and and he describes them as men hung like donkeys and ejaculate like horses. Yeah, um, I believe that's Ezekiel twenty three. Okay, I don't remember exactly what it is. Well, it's it's uh yeah. So, <laughs> that's what that's Google's a, for. A, I want to I want to hear a pastor preach on that text. Yeah, right. If you well, go to if you go to a church, this is a little tangent right here. If you go Mark, to a church and your pastor won't preach on that text, then leave. Yeah, well, Mark, Mark just would <laughs> preach on that text. I just don't know if you want to hear what he has to say about it. I don't think. He so, <laughs> but my my point though is that there is a. I mean, so big picture, the problem is is we don't have a standard. Yes. And so in the in when it's a mess when you're when you're wading through sewage. Yeah, it's a it's a mess, and so and like I mean, you were telling me earlier. I don't know who this Kathy person is, but I don't trust her at all. You yeah. shouldn't. Uh, um, you know, she, and she's not funny. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, she, and 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 her and anyways, that's that's the big picture. And then, you, but you have to come down with to remember that okay, in the Bible, God does have His prophets mock wicked people. Sure. Yep. And yep. oftentimes they're mocked by um, taking what they're doing yep. and exaggerating it. Uh, sexualizing it, yeah, um, and showing just how disgusting it is, yeah. Um, now I don't think that that is necess- That's that's not something that um, is part of ordinary discourse. That's that's not that's not normal, right. regular, day to day discourse. But nevertheless, it is something that God's people sometimes do. This is this, that's the argument why I don't have a problem with the pictures at abortion clinics that they show that the babies what's happening. Right. right? I think that's good right. to do. That's why I didn't have a problem with 
pictures of people being lynched in in museums people can see that you know or what even this did. really this happened and Mattel's right. funeral right. open right. you know so or, or the um the holocaust museum you have the you know, images of the jews naked so, bodies so, laying right. all over the place right. my problem yeah. ultimately with kathy is the inconsistency of, you know, right. of, yeah. of ultimately and and yeah. i think you know there's other ways to disagree with trump i think right now the beheading thing holding a head up with blood coming out of it i think you were trying to communicate something different even even that said, she apologized. She, <laughs> let's say that let's say that I'm wrong about all this, and she, but she apologized. Right, you forgive her. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, of, of course. Right, she apologized. We've been forgiven much. Right, but we don't live in that. Like you, our culture has rejected. Right, that. they've rejected. Right. They've rejected no, forgiveness. No, 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 you didn't do enough. And all 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 apologies are anymore is just power grabs. That's it. Yeah. That's all apologies are. They're just politics power- of an apology. Yeah, and, and the proof is. of that is the fact that she's turned this into her being the victim. The message is right. clear. Criticize the president. Lose your job. And that's what happened to Kathy and more. As a result of the first family's bullying of her <laughs> and of those she does business with, Kathy has been vilified. She's been receiving a lot of death threats. That's wrong. She's had her personal website and her social media channels shut down. That's probably not wrong. I mean, she's not funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the death threats, that's right. wrong. Right. You know, you well, don't get to if, do that. If but, it's true. Well, if, I, I, if, if it's true. I, right. She's okay. using the term bullying. She's using all sure. these, like, but, like right. PC buzzwords. Is, all of this is power grabbing. Yeah. yeah. All, all, that's what this is. It's, 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 um, it's maneuvering, positioning for authority and power. Yeah. And I, and you know if somebody as a Christian if somebody says sorry it's over. Yeah. It's how done. many times? Like, you know, how many times? How many exactly? Seven times seven. Seven right. times seven. That's right. Well, right. and to that to that power grabbing point, it's uh, connected to that. It's they're trying to find their way to restore themselves to society. Like there's there's like an element of restoration in that power. That's grabbing. right. That's right. yeah. That's their form of, ju- of of uh, justification and atonement. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. More when we come back on cross politics. I'm still trying to get over this Kathy thing. Yeah. You, you say sorry, it's over. And they don't try and justify yourself afterwards. Well, this is why. I did. No, no, no. They for, you're forgiven. Right. But you know what? When you don't have Jesus, you got to keep trying. You got to lawyer up. You got to lawyer up. More across politics yeah. when we come back. This is Cy Timbrinke with Answer Anyone Apologetics. I was at a conference a few years back where the lecture included some wonderful evidences for a young earth. After the conference, I was talking with a speaker, a good friend of mine, when we were approached by a medical doctor who was attending the conference. He told my friend that he loved the lecture, up to the point where he started talking about a young earth, because, he said, that's just nuts. I asked the doctor, do you believe that Jesus rose from the dead? He said, of course, I'm a Christian. Then I asked him, what in your medical profession could prove to you that a man who was dead for three days could come back to life? He said, nothing. I said, then why do you believe it? He said, because that's what the Bible says. I asked him, then why don't you believe what the Bible says about the age of the earth? He had no answer. You see, as Christians, our ultimate authority is the word of God. Denying what the Bible says may grant you more credibility with the professed unbelievers of the world, but it dishonors the Lord who bought us. When we defend our faith, our job is not to make the message more palatable to goats, but to offer sheep food to those who our Lord is calling to himself. And we can rest assured that Jesus' sheep will hear his voice. For more apologetic answers, visit AnswerAnyone.com.
honor to give the commencement speech at Bucknell this year. But at Notre Dame, where Vice President Mike Pence was giving the commencement address, the ceremonies were interrupted when about 100 students turned their backs on Pence and walked out in protest. A few weeks earlier, U.S. Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos was booed while giving the commencement address at Bethune-Cookman University. Wow. I talked about this issue at Bucknell, and I wanted to share those thoughts here. American universities these days seem committed to every kind of diversity except intellectual diversity. Conservative voices and views, already a besieged minority, are being silenced entirely. The campus thought police have gone after serious conservative thinkers like Heather McDonald and Charles Murray, as well as firebrands like Milo Yiannopoulos and Ann Coulter. Some were disinvited, others booed, interrupted, and intimidated. It's strange that this is happening on college campuses that promise to give their undergraduates a liberal education. The word liberal in this context has nothing to do with today's partisan language, but refers instead to the Latin root pertaining to liberty. And at the heart of That's the liberal gone. tradition in yep. the Western world has been freedom of speech. From the beginning, people understood that this meant protecting and listening to speech with which you disagreed. All of let's, let's just stop. Right there, so. <laughs> I don't get any booze. I'm gonna give him some. So I don't, I don't have to listen to this, out. do I? Who is this? That was Freed Zechariah, uh-huh. right? New York Times um, editor, um, CNN course, not correspondent. Um, he, he talks on CNN regularly, um, and uh, and he he's he's a well-known liberal, obviously, um, and and he uh, talked about some of this actually at his commencement, um, as as he mentioned, and uh, I think we got to it all. Um, and it's a, it's, it's striking to me that, um, when liberals point this out, uh, they get booed. No, no, they don't get booed. <laughs> you don't think so? It doesn't do anything. Like, well, it has no power. It has no effect. Yeah. And when conservatives point this out, the liberals laugh or say, why are you whining? Or, you know, they, it, it, it doesn't, it, it uh, conservatives can point out hypocrisy all they want about the liberals. Right. Yeah. And, and even in some sense, conservatives can point out hypocrisy and liberals all they want. And and no one listens because fundamentally they're both hypocritical, right? They, it, they don't have any equity. They don't have any equity right. to really point out hypocrisy. And and if someone does, like Ron Paul, you get called crazy Uncle Paul. Yep. Right. You get maligned, and you get you get you know they throw names at you and all that stuff. Right. It's also though because the liberals don't care. Yeah, that's so. So hypocrisy assumes a standard. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And so the conservatives are like <laughs> these, right. these little nannies. Some atheists. Cons- yeah. Conservatives are nannies. They're like, hey, you, you, you didn't spell that word right. Yeah. Right? You forgot to cross your T, and the liberals don't care. Yeah. No. Don't you d- tell me what to do. They don't care about the rules. Yep. Right. Like, right. like they, don't, they don't care. And so liberals sometimes come along and be like, oh, there, there is a little bit of hypocrisy here. But the liberal project doesn't care. That's interesting. It, they so, don't care. So here is Bernie Sanders at his commencement speech at Brooklyn College. We must never allow demagogues to divide us up by race, by religion, by national origin, by gender, or sexual orientation. Said the demagogue. Hypocrite! Latino, Asian American, Native American, Christian, Jew, Muslim, and every religion, straight or gay, male or female, we must stand together. 
He, he forgot transracial. Yeah. This country Transgender. belongs to all of us. Um, um. So demagogue, of course, he doesn't have a problem if they're if the liberals are demigods in office. He doesn't have a problem with um, Christian bakers being sued um, right. to not uh, you know follow their religion, their conscience. Um, he doesn't have a problem with uh, babies being demagogued in the womb. Um, <laughs> Is that a verb? I, can we turn it into you that? Know, we can do whatever we want to do. There's yeah. no rules. There's, There's no, no rules. standards. There's no crossing T's. Hey, don't tell me to cross my T. I'm going to get demagogy on you. What? <laughs> <laughs> and so we have, it's just striking that that and, you know, and notice too that of course what he means by this is not christians actually being christians or muslims actually being muslims right 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 he, he, he's talking about a castrated form of christianity or a castrated form of islam yeah it doesn't right. ever work like that though right that means that there's they're the ones that are not castrated because <laughs> right, they can right. control everything oh sure yeah, right? yeah, yeah yeah except for bernie yeah except for bernie right I, i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna be the demigod and i'm gonna tell you uh, you know exactly the way you can practice your religion and the way you cannot. It's not if there's someone in power; it's who's in yeah. power. It's not and, whether there's a standard; it's what's the standard, right? And it's not it's not if someone reigns; it's how they reign, right? right. If you if you serve, if you lord it over them, versus if you serve, um, it's a it's a whole. It, it, you know, he he wants to take everything down. He wants to destroy, just you know, rhetorically destroy everything, and then say, hey, you know, I should be the demagogue, or I should my my laws. My democracy should reign. My socialism should dictate what what goes on. Um, one more clip here. I, yeah, I I'm think about done is, with you. You can't play no more clips. You can play Bernie Sanders. This is all. That's about enough, man. This is all connected. Oh. Purpose is that feeling that you are a part of something bigger than yourself, that you are needed, and that you have something better ahead to work. So this is Mark Zuckerberg um, speaking to Harvard graduates, the school he went to and dropped out of. That's not a good look. Okay. Purpose <laughs> is what creates true happiness. So quit college. And you are graduating at a time when this is especially important. Mm. When our parents graduated, that sense of purpose reliably came from your job, your church, your community. But today, technology and automation are eliminating many jobs. Membership in a lot of communities has been declining. And a lot of people are feeling disconnected and depressed and are trying to fill a void in their lives. It's called Facebook. That's why. As I've traveled around. Yep. I've yep. sat with children in juvenile detention and opioid addicts who've told me that maybe they're... Because Mark, you know, has a real ministry there. Yeah. Would it turned out differently if they just had something to do? An after school <laughs> program or somewhere to go? Yeah. I've met factory workers who know their old jobs aren't coming back and are just trying to find their path ahead mm. for our society to keep moving forward we have a generational challenge to not only create new jobs but create a renewed sense of purpose um and so he goes on to um i thought i was going to get there it didn't he goes on to talk about a universal um we need to figure out some sort of way to have a universal basic income i'm sorry so Figure out that's that's where we're gonna get purpose. Yeah, that's that's where he's going. So uni universal, of, not one not of, American. One of the big purposes is, is we need to figure out how some sort of universal income. Like Th throw money at it. I don't. I don't yeah, throw you money know, at it. The, the problem. World? The problem is people are bored. You the know, problem is they don't have anything to do. The problem is their purpose is is this right? I, of course. I mean, of course he's right. 
I, I'm wondering. Right, he's, he's right. Yeah, he, yeah, he's seeing some of the problems. Right, right. Yeah. In terms of in terms of seeing the problem, right? Yeah, I mean, we tell everybody that they're they're descended from you know um, apes and yeah. and swamp yeah. gas. Yeah. I'm just wondering. Which, and, which and then Mark believes, right? And, we, right? and then we wonder why they think, oh, uh, life is worthless. Yeah, yeah. Everything's there an accident. There is no purpose, Mark. Right. And right. So, so Mark believes, and he believes that we all are, ev- uh, you know, evolutionary processes. Right. Yeah. This is where I. And, have- yeah. And then he goes and talks like, "Hey, we need to find out how to go around those evolutionary processes and find purpose." Let's just let's just make a rule right now. Atheists don't get to ever talk about the word. The word purpose needs to be deleted from the atheist dictionary. <laughs> there isn't any. There so isn't. So I got I got this an atheist where... atheist friend, Damien. You know Damien. I know Damien. Um, be praying for Damien. Be praying for Damien. We brought him up hey, here Damien. before. Um, I, I chatted with him. Um, uh, uh, man, must have been a couple weeks ago. But he he can't call anything evil or anything good. And every time he does, I've called him on it several times. Every time he's like, well, I'm borrowing your terminology so we're all on the same page. Huh. Right? And I said, but you. At least he's honest. But there's no, there's nothing evil and good in your life. He said, but I, I need to borrow your terminology. I'm like, I get you need to borrow the Christian worldview to vote for anything. You need to borrow the Christian worldview to say abortion's okay or we should have taxes increased, all these things. You have to borrow some sort of basic truth about the world to be able to say there's anything right. And it, is it true there's no such thing as evil or good? Well, that, he, he, <laughs> he can't he even. No. How, how do you even answer that question? But he he answers it as it's a, my preference. I was going to yeah. say the it's got to come down to like just sensation. The like, only way you can say something's wrong in my atheistic, individualistic worldview is I just don't prefer that. Yeah. So every time I, I, I our, his name's Damien, and when I get in these arguments, about abortion he thinks abortion should be legal you know mother's choice all that stuff why um well he, he can't say why yeah. he he can, ultimately he can't say why he just says mother's choice and then i say what about the kid's choice and we go around everyone knows how the argument goes but one of the things i bring to him and 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 he said you can vote to have abortion overturned if you get 51 percent to do it then you did it you beat me you won yeah it's all about 51 percent vote and so i say all right, well, I'd like to vote for anybody named Damien that they deserve the death penalty. Yeah. And and he swallows that. He says, well, if you get 51%, then I'll, I'll try to fight against you guys, but you're dead, Damien. Uh, you know, I'm calling Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. We're going to march around Damien's house because he doesn't have a problem with slavery. Right, not really. He, he not can't. really. He, can't. He, he thinks it was okay. No. Those guys weren't doing anything wrong, yeah. Yeah. you know. It, it was just their preference. Yep. That's, Majority, you know, 51%. That's yeah, what he says. These guys, people who think like that are irrelevant. Fundamentally, you have to say that about everything if you're an atheist, right? Yeah. It is my preference that Hitler was wrong. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that it's it's a, um, yeah, they're part of the problem. Yeah, of course. So, so the, 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 if, if everything is left up to personal preference and and the, the whims of whatever democracy of, you know, might makes right, and you know if you get fifty one percent, then you win. Then, then you have, then you, what what is the impetus for change? What is the impetus for actually getting justice? You know what? Why? Justice. What is justice? What is justice? There Absolutely. is no justice. Yeah, right. Let's let it, let it go. You're, you know, it's, it's meaningless anyways. And we're back to Zuckerberg, and like you know, we got a gin, gin up purpose. Yeah, I'm wondering where where are all the people, the New World Order people, that always just jump on every little thing and say, "Oh, this is a New World Order," or "That's a new." Where are they at when Zuckerberg's talking? You know, like he just yeah, said, a yeah. universal form of income for everybody. Yep, yep. And no one's like, wait, hold on. That sounds like a new world it's, order it's to like me. It's like Trump's budget. 
What was his b- name of his budget again? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This is worse than Trump's budget. Absolutely. This is way worse because he's talking about universal world income. Yeah, right. You know, and so everybody's looking, which is amazing. I, I wonder why he thinks we should even have one. Like, it's to yeah. give purpose to everybody. As an atheist, you don't have a right to say anybody should deserve, deserves to have purpose. Yeah. Right? They're just doing what they want to do. Be- because why is he even well, noticing that people are unhappy? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, what, what is unhappiness, what is unhappy? right? Because ultimately, purpose in his worldview means coercion, fundamentally. Yeah. Right? Every sort of atheistic worldview purpose has to – it root the root of it that's driving it is coercion. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll believe Mark, Mark if you're listening to Cross Politic Radio. <laughs> 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 if you're listening. Um, you know, I would believe you if you went and bought yourself a little island – and you said, you know what? Everybody who comes to this island, I will give you a universal income. He could probably afford it. Yeah. W- why not? He can. Yeah. Or, you know, there's little towns. There's little country towns. Have you driven over the just West Coast do, Just do a little, just do, little, do a little study. Do, yeah. Yeah. If you want, let's do it. Let, I'll, you do it for the next 30 years. We'll see the results. You know. Yeah, exactly. I'll yeah. believe you when you say, the when thing, you put the, your money where your mouth is on thing, that one. The thing is here is also that we have to remember that. Uh, a key part of being living in God's world, being made in his image and being fallen is that we live inconsistently. Mm. Yeah. So what you guys yeah. are talking about is, is the logical inconsistency, the logical irrationality, um, insanity of these stances, right? Yeah. To say, mm-hmm. I care about purpose, even though I believe that the world is purposeless yeah. ultimately. Yeah. Now, the fact of the matter is, is that Mark Zuckerberg is made in the image of God. Um, he lives in God's world. And he gets every, up every morning by the grace of God. Yeah. Right. Jesus is holding him together. Right? That's right. Every atom in his body is held together by the grace of God. And, and he has creativity from God. Um, he has compassion from God. Right. Um, he loves certain things because God made them and because he's made by God to love them. Yeah. He loves the tastes of things and the, and the beauty of things. And he loves people even. Because he's made in God's image and That's because right. those other people are made in God's image. And so the, the, the screaming insanity, of course, includes that. So that there are certain contradictions in his world. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But but nevertheless, I think there's that we can still say, like, so, you know, how, how does he see this? Well, he sees this because he's made in the image of God. Right. Mm-hmm. And to the extent that he denies realities that God uh, has made in the world and denies the reality ultimately of Christ or his word. Um, does Mark have some any religious uh, affiliation? Uh, I don't know. I know uh, he I mean, married an Asian woman. There might be some sort of um, connection. You just you just you try to no, no, rise no, out of no. Look at you. Well, there might be some sort of Buddhism or something yeah. connected okay. to him. I don't know. I mean, that'd be yeah. interesting to know. I mean, because I just don't know enough about him. Uh, but but I'm, but nevertheless, I mean, he again, he lives in God's world. Yeah, everybody lives in God's world, and that's part of the reason why I think evolutionists and liberals and whatever. Um, they, they're able to do what they do is because fundamentally deep down inside, they know they live in God's world. That's right. Um, they, they, they know the truth and they suppress the truth and unrighteousness that they don't want to be accountable to God. They don't want to fear God. Um, but they nevertheless are, as our friend Damien is doing, having to borrow every day from the reality that God actually yeah. made. Living in a contradiction. You, you, yeah. you, you can't, you can't say I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to check out and, you know, pass on gravity today. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to pass on Math. You can say that. Right, right, right. But, but you know, but it doesn't last long. <laughs> That's right. Um, I'm going to check out with, you know, mathematics. I'm not going to do, I mean, I'm not going to go. Check out on English. Right, whatever. I'm not going to use um, words. Now, but of course, we are creeping up to that very insanity yeah. when we say things like boys are not boys and girls are not girls. That's right. And, um, you know, 
whatever, uh, redefining words to mean whatever I want them to mean, right. um, and so forth. I mean, you know, you you don't don't use the word man because that is you know very oppressive and, yeah. and bold. patriarchal. Yeah, uh, but the but the fact of the matter is is that they live in God's world. They still live in God's world, mm-hmm. and yeah. they they know that um, they got by God's common grace um, that you know he can you know he can start Facebook. Yeah. Right. He he can build this, you know, multi. What is it? Hundred billion dollar, uh, whatever trillion dollar. I don't know what it not is. Not trillion. Yeah, I'm sure it's billion. You know, whatever. But you know, this this multi billion dollar company. Why? Because of the gifts of God. Yeah, and, and because you know, of the common grace of God. Right? And and he's noticing that there should be something to take care of the world. Right. He's noticing, man, like the world needs some sort of saving. Right. And like, he, and he knows that and he knows that people really feel despair. Really, what he needs to know is that God has already put in a plan to save the world. Right. So he needs to actually repent, jump on board with right. that plan, you know, p- preach the gospel. And as we love our neighbors, right? right. Like that's the universal right. plan. And and don't forget to, you but don't, the, God put in a plan, you don't work, you don't eat. Right. And there's a reason for that. Well, that goes, <laughs> it goes back again to, to the materialism at the root of Darwinism, of course, is, is just this idea that it's just stuff bumping against other stuff. Yeah. Yep. And so if you get the right kind of stuff or like, you know, money, for example, It'll fix stuff because that's that's how we got here with stuff bumping up against stuff. Right. And, and that's, randomly. And then that's how you get kind of cool stuff. Right. But the fact of the matter is, of course, no, that's not how you got it. You got it by the word of God. That's right. Right. God spoke light into existence. God spoke his son into existence. And God is in the process of remaking speak, re-speaking the whole universe into existence Amen. through the gospel. And so that but that's supernatural. Um, it, it, it's, it's through men and women it's through created things. But fundamentally, it's the supernatural power of God working through the gospel proclaimed, through real forgiveness of sins, through grace, uh, through knowing God. And that's not stuff bumping against stuff. No, that's, that's the word. That's the living word, the yeah. living and active that's word right. Amen. remaking human beings into the image and likeness of Jesus. Yeah. And let the church say, Amen. Amen. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh and feast. This is Cross Politics.